Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Hollywood and I'm joined by my two co-hosts Adam and Maestro. Hello! This week we're watching the 2008 remake of the television series Get Smart uh, because Anne Hathaway's in a movie with called Serenity. Yeah. So we're doing that. Uh, let me let you let me tell you who's in it and we'll go from there. This movie's directed by Peter Siegel. Peter Siegel directed Tommy Boy, one of okay. my favorite comedies of all time. That's a good one. He also did these three movies Fifty First Dates, Uh-oh. Anger Management, <laughs> uh, The Longest Yard. Okay. Do, oh, do you see Oh it? no. Uh, Wait a second. And, and he I think he did Mr. Deeds. Oh boy. So I think he's Sandler's like go to guy to make his movies. <laughs> Now listen to you, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I just, just want to go around the world and make moves with my friend, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and I need to hire you. Come to the back of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> this movie stars Steve Carell, Anne Hathaway, Alan Arkin, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. He's credited as Dwayne Johnson. Just just go by The Rock. Like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. I don't know why. Just. <laughs> but then we also got the uh, Bridges. What's his name? Ludacris something Bridges Chris Bridges oh Jeff Ludacris Bridges yeah same the same concept no Chris Ludacris Bridges Sorry. yeah not Jeff Bridges Jeff yeah, Bridges is a completely different person Bridges is the dude the dude uh, Ter- I did enjoy that commercial that commercial was good yeah with the dude. instead of a white Russian uh, yeah he gets the uh, Artois yeah got the, the Sex in the City girl uh, trading in her Cosmos for the Stella uh-huh. most interesting man in the world. Trading his Dos Equis for the Stella. Uh-huh. And you see the dude walk in. Yeah. Oh, he, from Stella. He's just, he's just the dude in general, right? Yeah. Okay, well. Hold, if, say, if you hear me interviewed anywhere, he's just full on dude. Okay, say, save that thought. Okay. I'm going to get back to that right now. Also, oh, yeah. this We're movie podcast. is Terry Crews <laughs> and Terrence Stamp. Let me get your brief synopsis. We'll go from there. Maxwell Smart, a highly intellectual but bumbling spy working for the control agency, is tasked with preventing a terrorist attack from rival spy agency, Chaos. I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this before? Uh, yes. I, I, I saw this ooh, over five, seven years ago, maybe. Ish. Not in theaters, but I, eventually. Mm-hmm. I, I think this was uh, it was a Steve Carell thing that I was interested in. Okay. I, I was, this big was, this was a Big Office. Okay. Yeah. The Rock being in there, too, was like, all right, that's okay. cool. Maestro, have you ever seen this before? I have this on DVD. I, uh, ooh. I've never actually seen this movie. Oh. I wanted to. Okay. I just never got around to see it. All right. So, um, like I've said, if you're new to this podcast, we're just going to watch. We're going to talk about it like we just left the theater and we grabbed the uh, drinks at the bar and we're just going to say, hey, what would you think? Yeah. Okay. So, I said, save that thought about the dude. Okay. Okay. The lead of this movie is Steve Carell. Yes. Yes. The office came out. A year or two prior to this, so he has like in in uh, in wrestling terms, he has heat. Yeah, he's the it man at that moment. He's, he's got heat in the comedy world as being Michael Scott, right? So, whatever everything I see with with um, Steve Carell, Jeff Bridges, Jeff, I'm just uh, like, dude, that that's just the dude. Like when he's the villain in Iron Man, I'm like, well, that's just the dude as yeah as an executive. Or I see him in uh, uh, Arlington Road. Well, it's just the dude as a professor, right? So. <laughs> In this movie, is this Michael Scott as a spy? It's is it on that? Is yes. it close? It's a, it's a very close correlation. This this would be the Michael Scarn 
uh, <laughs> version. <laughs> what was the name of his uh, movie? Uh, uh, something Midnight. Uh, threat Level Midnight. Threat Level Midnight. Yes. yes. So this is the Threat Level Midnight. Yeah. Michael Scott. Yes. But the, the difference with this versus the Michael Scott or the Michael Scarn is that, and what I actually enjoyed about it, was Steve Carell wasn't a complete buffoon in this. No, he's actually really good at what he did. Yes. He, he's, he's, he's smart. He's capable. Mm-hmm. He's, but he's just also a little... He's like charming. Yeah. He's, he's a little off. Yeah. But not like... Um, a whole lot off. But not Michael Scarn Right. Or not, or not like a Spy Hard. Uh, oh, yeah. Leslie Nielsen... Off, where he's just like a, a, a complete idiot. Yes, where and he just fumbles into doing well. So it, it was nice to see him mostly competent as a, as a as an agent. Yeah, it seems like the only thing he didn't do was like use emotion. Yeah, he, he was kind of robotic. Yeah, but other than that, everything else he did like. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the the rock was uh, interesting seeing this uh, before he grew. Became became bolder. When he had hair, yeah, it was very weird watching him with hair. Yeah, I know. It's like, is that real? Yeah, yeah. he's not the only uh, wrestler in this movie. Oh, oh, it's that big oh, yeah, Indian yeah. guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's the great Kali, who's probably one of the worst wrestlers ever signed by WWE. Is that right? Really? This guy's horrible. Why is that? Too slow. He's very sloppy in the ring. Okay, so. Um, I knew this was going to turn into fucking wrestling because The Rock and him were in it. So um, there's this there's this concept in wrestling that if you and me are going in the ring, we obviously don't want to hurt. We don't want to hurt each other. We right. want to sell that we're hurting yes. each other, right? But we have to also give the illusion that we actually are hurting each other. Yeah. So if you're good enough in the ring, you can hit someone with something, and then if you're both good, you can sell it like, oh, I'm hurt. Yeah. He was so sloppy in the ring because of his size. He was so big and just like limber. And he did. He wasn't agile. He he was very sloppy. He like he would hurt guys in the ring. He wasn't believable as like a champion. Okay. Because Vince McMahon loves fucking giants. Yeah. There he is, pal. That that's our next guy. He loves just fucking freaks as okay. to be his champ. Excuse me, to be his champions. So so in the ring is he he like a a, a Bruce and Lloyd when the, they're they're <laughs> facing Steve Carell in the hallway and he goes to try to punch him and he. He, he punches himself the wrong way against the wall. <laughs> yeah, pretty Thank much. You. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. That was that was a fun seeing uh, seeing those two guys in it. So that guy, the Asian guy, is is from Heroes. Yes. yes. Did you ever watch Heroes? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was hero. Hero. Yeah. 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 The teleporter. Uh, time traveler. Time traveler. Right. That's right. Don't look at me. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because he winds up in like feudal Japan. Yeah. In yeah season yes, two. Yeah. Or he, something. he just he just time travel. He. he he can move through time and space. I think it's just, he's a TARDIS, basically. It's, okay. it's, that's his whole. So that's that's his how story. it begins. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, Heroes was was good, and then it, it, I think it got canceled. And they're like, oh, maybe we'll come back for half a season, and then it started getting. A little I stopped weird. midway through the second season. Okay, when they introduced the 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 people who cry, the the, the tar. Okay, they're the villains in the second one. So the 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 carnif- the, carnif- the carnif- folk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After that, I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I think I just stopped at that point, too. I don't remember. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Terry Crews. We got some uh, Terry Crews, man. <laughs> he's fun. not as good. Like, he's he's good yeah. as, like, a, the dummy, but... He, he's he's fun. I mean, you, you don't see him and never be like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Keckner, though. David Keckner. <laughs> <laughs> a li- so a little Keckner goes a long way for me. <laughs> yeah? I, 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 need, I need small doses of Keckner. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I enjoy when he does his thing, but even in like Anchorman, it's like, come on, tone, tone down a little bit, man. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Is that the reason why you like the stapler bit? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but but that, that seemed like a, that was a that to me felt like Kekner had an idea. Hey, why don't you staple me in the face? That'll be funny, and then I can struggle with it. <laughs> it's like ah, Putty Putty shows up at the very yes. end. He's the android. Yes, he's, he's Jaime. Yeah, man. He's the uh, oh yes robot. I know exactly who yeah. he is. Yeah, we call him Putty because that was his name in Seinfeld. Where he. I assume that's where you first uh, were introduced to this guy. Yes. Yeah. Same as me. Patrick Warb- Warburton? Yep. Hmm. You might know him as Crunk. Yeah, I know. Okay. That was, it's like, how does he say it? Yeah, squeaking it, squeaker, squeaker. Squeaker, squeaker. I like how he's like, that would please me very much, Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so overall, what did you think of the comedy in, in this so movie? So since this is my first time watching it. Yeah. I used to watch Get Smart when I was a kid, the okay. original TV show. And it was fine. My dad loved that show. My dad liked action movies and like spy movies. Yeah. My dad was all about Get Smart too. And he was like, watch the show with me. And I'm like, you know, you're a kid. You don't like what your dad watches. It's like black and white. You're like, I don't like this. And he goes, Ooh. just watch. Oh, okay. And like, he would make me watch. And I'm like, okay, he's talking to a shoe. Yeah. Where we we Like, dad, what? what's going on here? Because my dad introduced me to like Predator. Die Hard, all these like great okay. action movies, and he fucking loves this hokey all comedy. Right. And then as I got older, you I was like, to get it. I was like, okay, this is kind of. I get why he likes it. Okay, oh, they're like making fun of all like spy movies and shit, right? Because I was watching that movie, the TV show, when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, without anyone helping. Okay. <laughs> I remember it being ridiculous because I, I only saw a few episodes with was my it dad. Very fantastical. Yeah, like the, the whole cone of silence where the cone <laughs> actually comes down. Yeah, uh, it, they, they, did a de- they did a decent job, I think, with the cone of silence in this movie. Uh, and it, a lot of little homages to it. Missed it by that much was a was, was a line that much. Uh, yeah, the the shoe thing. Yeah, uh, there, there was. The Corner Silence was, was interesting in this movie. I, I like the way that they did it. Uh, but then again, Keckner has to get all weird and crazy with a, I'm in the cone. Bleh. <laughs> Nobody else is freaking out except for him, and he's just being all Keckner. Keckner? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Th- th- there was one scene that I thought was a little much, wow. which a-, a little too much towards the Leslie Nielsen version of comedy, where he's in the, the bathroom. Try, uh, trying to get the parachute on, <laughs> yeah. he goes to shoot himself. So it, it's, a, it's a Swiss Army knife, yes. Right? But but it's like a James Bond version of it. So it has yeah. a, like a grappling hook, and it has this and this and this. Right. Yeah. It's basically Batman's utility belt, are all wrapped into a Swiss Army knife. Right. Yeah. So the the U.S. the air marshal who arrests him, yeah, he's Bill Romanowski. He's a former NFL linebacker. Okay. At, he, he was in the longest yard. Okay. He was one of the oh. asshole guards in the in the yep. Adam Sandler longest yard. Okay. All right, I did recognize him from somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah, so Bill Romanowski, he's a fucking maniac, dude. He he's he's admitted he's a well-known steroid user, and oh. he and he had a fit of roid rage when he was a linebacker for the I think Raiders, and some guy in uh, practice burned him so bad that when he because uh, it in practice. You don't really want to hit the yeah. guy as hard as you can, but yeah. you still want to like do your tackling motion. Yeah. But you're not really trying to hit, aim to hit the guy. Yeah. So Romanowski kept getting burned by this guy, 
and he's I don't know his third year in the the, the running back. Okay, mm-hmm. and he's drawn at Romanowski. Romanowski fucking takes his helmet off, and then that guy takes off. He's like, "What are you going to do, old man?" Because Romanowski was already like ready to retire at that point, mm-hmm. and he fucking socked this young guy so hard <laughs> he broke his cheekbone. Oh, and he fucked up his eye. In like its socket, and he never played football again. Oh my god! Because that fucking animal. Wow. And he even says like, "Yeah, it was the it was roid rage, and I, I couldn't <laughs> control myself." But that's just how I was back then. Yeah. Alrighty. Romanowski, the air marshal. The yeah, he looks like he's on roid rage, even <laughs> yeah. as the air marshal. Yeah. He's at uh, practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it. So the Leslie Nielsen scene, the 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 yeah. watching Which, it, I knew you were going to be like the bathroom the, scene you, or the bathroom scene because there's two bathroom scenes. The bathroom, the, and the airplane, the airport, scene. the airplane bathroom. I okay. did, I did like the other uh, bathroom scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'll talk about that after this. Okay. So he he gets he's in the he's in the he's uh, zip tied yeah. by the air marshal. So he goes into the bathroom and he has to get out of the zip ties. He pulls out his Swiss Army knife <laughs> and then proceeds to try to use a crossbow. <laughs> To get himself out uh-huh. instead of the knife. That's yep. part of the Swiss Army knife. Uh-huh. Uh, he's shooting it. It's bouncing all over the walls. He shoots himself in the face a couple times. In uh-huh. the, I think in the butt. In the back. In the foot. In the, in the foot. Yeah. He's, he, it just, he keeps trying. He, th- this was him as Michael Scott yes. in this scene. Right? Yes. This was, this, was, this was the Scottiest that he gets in this movie. <laughs> and then he one of the arrows eventually hits the eject button and throws him out of the plane. <laughs> with no parachute. Yeah, just free the, falling. The, the, the glass opens and it shows the helmet with the, with the chute. Yeah. yeah. So it was meant for him and uh, Anne Hathaway. Yes. yes. So he flies down. Uh, Anne Hathaway comes and goes after him to get him. And then we get a the third release. So, is is control in charge of this plane? I believe so. Yes. But then is the pilot then a double agent, or one of them is? Because he was aware that there was going to be three people to drop down, uh-huh. but control would only sent two people. Yeah. So this third guy, oh. where does how does he fit into this? Why why does the pilot know that he's getting released? And where does his parachute come from? Were they counting on Michael Scott <laughs> not getting his parachute? My guess on it was that he they were, he wasn't expected to actually uh, go into the parachute at all, but he noticed that there was an extra parachute when they took off, so he just took it. And that's why they, that's why the airplane guy was confused, like, three? Yeah. One, one guy was confused. The other guy was just like, yeah, that's the third one. So yeah, On we go. Yeah, moving on, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's the whole idea about playing on this. Like, yeah, okay, we'll accept it and just move on with the story. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. That- and the great Kali gets the second shoot, and they get their little fight in there. Yeah. So the, the, the joke in this scene is he, he, he keeps fighting them in the air, so Anne Hathaway kisses him on the lips. Yeah. He's so stunned. He's like, huh? And she uses that as a distraction to yeah. hit him so he can fly away. Right. And at the end of the movie, <laughs> yes. they bring this joke back, and yeah. I, I actually like laughed out loud, yeah, because <laughs> I knew I knew where they were going with it, yeah. And then he kisses the rock, and Alan Arkin he's finding the play, and he's like, mm, uh, yeah. "That's that's unusual, but effective, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah." I like it. I like Alan Arkin. He was funny in this movie a lot. Yeah, he, he, was, he was good in this movie. I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, I liked his liked his like one one quip liners. You know, it was like. It's like, are you okay, sir? It's like, uh, you're thinking what I'm thinking? He's like, what are you thinking? Oh, oh, it's like, oh, oh shit, oh, shit. Somebody's got a snorfish. is going to fit in Yeah, head. <laughs> snorfish. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is, uh, the other bathroom scene you were, yeah. you were mentioning. Yeah. So this is when they were in Russia? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, you want me to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. All right. So <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, basically, uh, he's trying to like uh, listen in on a, on a couple of known uh, people that he has that has information about where the yellow cake is. They're like dealers. They're like uh, they're like arms dealers of some kind. Or- yeah. Yeah. So ba- so basically, he run- he walks in there as a tourist, and he's taking a piss while they're talking. But every time they would talk, he would stop. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when they get confused and look back, he'd start again. Like, like it was like, so no. Goes, and then they look at you like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was probably the another version of like the Leslie Nielsen in the past too as well, they think. Yeah, yeah was the, it? That's the kind of thing I don't know. I, I found that part hilarious. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And a lot of it was Carell's face as he was doing it. He just kind of. <laughs> and, and the timing of the stream starting up again as he's like, oh, starting ping, ping, ping. <laughs> now, that is a very hard thing to do. Oh, yes. yes. To stop completely. That many times. That many times. Yeah. That's, that's very difficult. Maybe once or twice I can, I can, I can handle. Yeah. But as often as he did, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I like how the watch, the radioactive sensing watch, yeah. it's the whole thing I say. Like, you, you introduce the... The gun, gun in the first act, so yeah. you can use it in the third act. Yeah, that was smart. How they bring it in early on, and then when the the, the scene with the rock at the end, yeah. oh, you're very pretty radioactive. Yeah, the rock doing a another wrestling term, a heel turn. Yep, he straight up is does a heel turn. Yeah, to become uh, uh you find out he's the inside man, the mole. Yes, perfect agent twenty three, working with chaos. Yeah, which is spelled K A O S. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Okay, I, I think it was written down somewhere in the movie. Otherwise, I would have yeah. assumed it was the other one. The head of chaos is Terrence Stamp. That guy—he's uh, been in a lot of movies. He was in Superman Two. He was ge- the first General Zod in movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's him. He's been in—he's been in a lot of, of stuff. He was in uh, the Haunted Mansion with uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> he's Very obscure. A, I know. Right? He's in a great movie called The Limey. The Limey. Or is that Ben Kingsley? No, he, no, that's him. He's he's in the Limey. Okay, yeah. He's he he has an interesting look to him. He has an interesting voice. Yeah. yeah. He's he's a uh a skinnier more attractive McDowell or uh Oh, dude, I would have rather had McDowell in here. Really? Okay. Malcolm McDowell as the head of chaos? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, cuz it fits for you that he would be the bad guy <laughs> because of your deep-seated hatred I know. towards the man. I know. Uh, he, he's in the Adjustment Bureau. That's probably where I recognize him from. We're we talking about Andy McDowell? No. Okay, which, one, which McDowell are we talking about? Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell. My nemesis? Yeah. My my real-life chaos nemesis? Oh, he was in Wanted. Yes. Yeah, Wanted. Uh, check out the, the spoilers archives He's the guy Wanted. who brings McAvoy in. Like, what are you doing chasing after your father's footsteps? Yeah. yeah that guy. Yeah, so he's in a lot yeah, of man. stuff. He has a, he has an interesting look. The, the the little fat guy from Borat was yeah. in this. As yeah, his, like I, that's his brother in law. Yeah, because he yeah. says uh, right. He's married to his he, sister, yeah. <laughs> so he can't fire him. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's in this movie was like, oh, it's that person. Oh, it's that yes. guy. Yeah, big cast. Like James Caan is the president, and he's supposed yeah. to be George W. Yes. Bush. He's supposed to be like a Civilton president. Yeah, and um, the black guy who's sitting next to him at the. Um, at the, the Disney Hall, the is, one that knocks him awake. Yeah, is uh, he was from Reno nine one one, and he's in a bunch of different comedies. Okay, yeah. So did there's you, a lot of people here who yeah. are like, "Hey, it's that guy." Did you see that one guy in uh, 
that, that said that they missed the bomb underneath the piano. That's, yeah. That's, that's a guy from White Collar. White yeah, Collar, yeah. yeah. And also uh, inside the tree, we got one Bill Murray. <laughs> yes, Agent 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Have you heard of like Bill Murray's like insightful, like uh, random uh, random show up places? Yeah. He just, like, just shows up in random There's like, a Netflix things? show about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually do a documentary that, about Bill Murray. And that's his been like an urban legend for a long time that he yeah. just shows up places constantly. Now there's a show kind of confirming it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he doesn't have an agent. If right. you want him to be in something, you just leave a, leave a – not a voicemail. You yeah. leave a message on his answering machine at home. Right. And if he wants to be in the movie, he'll call you back. And if he doesn't, you'll never hear from him. Speaking of Bill Murray, mm-hmm. uh, we got a – not Ivan Reitman, but his son – is writing or getting ready to do oh, the next Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman, mm-hmm. yeah. So this, this is going to t- pick up where they left off. So this, uh, okay. So here's the thing. Did you watch the the female Ghostbusters? I did. Okay. I noticed what was talking about Get Smart, but that's fine. Check this out. My big problem. Okay. <laughs> Go, the female Ghostbusters. It was fine. I enjoyed it. You know. It's not supposed to be the same Ghostbusters that we grew up with. Right. The only thing that p- pissed me off was why are you bringing in the 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 members of the uh, why are you bringing in members from the previous crew and cast as like an homage? If this is supposed to be a completely different world, well, it is a completely different world. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like well, you don't you don't have to do that if you want to set up as your own little thing. Don't do the hacky thing of like. We're gonna bring in the people from the from the old stuff. Like, there's like two people in here who were from the first Get three. Smart. Yeah. Oh, three two, Get Smart. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, why? Just do your own thing. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It is it is a homage type of thing. Like yeah. it's it's. I guess it's. Uh, I, I respect this that that I'm doing. So I know that you guys came before me. Why don't you come do a little walk on roll? Versus a hey screw you I'm making this uh, years sucked I'm gonna make a good that's one. pretty much what's happening yeah so all the f- females and Ghostbusters are like well what the hell why can we get a sequel so it's because all the nerds were like I'm never watching a Ghostbuster movie with women okay and since they didn't make money the studios were like okay okay we're okay nerds you run Hollywood now so we'll 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 do whatever you want okay so so it is back to the Bill Murray Aykroyd it's in their world. Okay, oh. so it's going to be younger Ghostbusters. That, that it, it's that, a new, it's a new, it's, it's a, a new era of Ghostbusters. It's a reboot of, mm. in their world. Okay, so this to me sounds like uh, <laughs> MythBusters. Jamie and Adam step down for whatever reason. Uh-huh. They get these new guys to come in, and nobody's watching anymore. So now they come back with MythBusters Junior, where we got Adam leading a team of younger kids doing myths. So. The, Adam's back on. And uh-huh. I was like, hey, guys, sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry uh-huh. about that. Here's here's Adam. Uh, we can't get Jamie back, but here's Adam, at least, for a version of Mythbusters. Yep. Okay. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Solved another one. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you guys about um, The Rocks in this movie. Yes. yes. So he's his first movie role was the Mummy sequel, The Mummy Returns, where he played the Scorpion King. Yes. But then his first leading role was the Scorpion King. Yes. Which we reviewed right. fuck, like five years ago. Yeah. Check, the, check that out in the archives. Ooh, Long yeah. time ago. Yeah. So that was back in 2002, 2003. This is five years later. The Rock has a few movies under his belt. Yes. So I've always wondered this. I th- Shouldn't pro wrestlers 
be better actors. So like The Rock is like the gold standard <laughs> of mm-hmm. of acting yeah. for wrestlers. But if you ever watch like an old Hulk Hogan movie, like he's not Ooh, good in it. He's no. All these direct to DVD yeah. WWE Studios movies. Like Three Ninjas, the third one? Yeah, Hogan's in the yeah. the, the ma- but like, <laughs> like they'll make the Marine Part 5 and it stars like The Miz okay. and Shawn Michaels and all these guys. So Adam, I played you the clip where The Rock does that promo and he makes everything up on the spot where, yeah. where he does the Undertaker eyes, the cross eyes and he puts on the Stone Cold hat. And I told you how Stone Cold made up Austin 316 on the spot. Yes. So they can improv. Yes, they can. They can sell that they're getting hurt. They can speak on the mic. If you're if you're a bad guy, if you're a heel wrestling character, you can sell heat where the crowd hates you. Right. You can, huh? you can do, act like in a promo backstage. But then when it's like a real movie and they're like, all right, here we go. Action. They're, they're just like, uh. Well, think of it this what, way. Like, what, well, like, why do you think – like, if they can do all this, like, yeah. pretend – and acting in their world, why is it when you pull them out? Okay, they're like they're not good. Like Cena is becoming a good actor. He's going into the world of acting. John yeah. Cena, like he's he's all right. Yeah, he's fine. But The Rock is like the gold standard of what you want to be. Yeah, but look how long it took him to get that way because he wasn't comfortable in that position to begin with. Because he only had one type of acting he did beforehand. And this is like a whole different genre he's he's getting into. I mean, who even knew he could sing? You can see uh, Moana. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Journey Two. Oh, he's he's saying that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Moana was my first. Yeah, I I, just like you. I don't think I've seen the Journey One. Although with Brendan Fraser. (laughs) Wait. Yes, I've seen that one. Journey Center of the Earth. We're talking about. Yes, but then Journey Two, they just knocked off Center of the Earth. What's the one with they're flying on a bee? That's Journey Two. That's Journey Two with the Rock. He sings in that. For some reason, I thought that was like Witch Mountain or something. No, no, he's no, in that, that too. It's around the same time that was made. <laughs> he's in a movie. Yeah, yeah, he's in that too. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> all right, but the but Rocks my question is: yeah. so so answer me this: if they are good actors in their world, yeah, how come when it's time, like okay, we want you to play like a drug dealer, go? How come their performances are like eh? Well, first of all, I have okay. to I have to first agree with the premise that he did a bad job in this movie to you. Do I think The Rock did yeah. a bad job? No, I, I thought he was fine. Okay. Like he sold the whole "I'm an all American hero super spy guy." Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, great. But all I'm right. saying at this point, he already has some roles under his belt, so the momentum of The Rock being oh, okay. a movie star is building and building. So and building. why did his first one suck? Is no, what, what I'm asking is like why? Why do wrestlers, if you put them in movies, they suck? First. Why are their performances like? Eh. I, I think it might have to do with their whole job feeds off the energy of, in the room. Oh. Where they, it's, you're playing to an audience. This is who I'm playing to. Yes. people. And you can't let them down. You got a, some like middle-aged 12. dude with balding uh, behind a camera. I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't care about that guy. Because all they're looking is just staring at you with blank faces, waiting for you to do their, your bit. Uh-huh. Right. And then all of a sudden you're just like, um, you can, why? If you're in the middle of a ring, I assume you can take, you can take a second to kind of like look around. Breathe and, it in? Yeah, breathe it like, ah, gain the inspiration for the next thing to come out of your mouth versus... Uh-huh. Uh, here's your exact script. <laughs> There's the camera. Uh-huh. Go. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> okay. That's that's something that wouldn't make sense to me because okay. they obviously do have the improv chops like you're saying, they, yeah. and they're basically acting. Yes. Uh, it's it's a different form than this is, but mm-hmm. it's it, they they have the skill sets. I think it's the lack of environment 
in which they have been thriving. Okay. That they, there's no adjustment to, I think. See, Adam, I agree with what you were saying. Mm. I think it's a very intuitive remark. Yes. Just curious. Okay. Because I've seen some movies with wrestlers, and I'm like, ooh, mm. why, why are you trying to act? Mm. What did you think about the chemistry between Hathaway and Carell? It was very good. They they yeah. had good chemistry. Okay. It reminded me of a lot of of um, Michael Scott and uh, Jan of that whole like how oh. Jan hates Michael in the beginning. Like oh, okay. Jan Hathaway didn't like him in oh, the beginning, I see. Yeah, yeah. and then eventually, okay, I guess I like the guy. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of that. Okay, uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. That yeah, that makes sense. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes between them is, uh, well, I I had an A plus in 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 field training, and you got an A minus, so I should be your teacher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he goes, okay. When he, she pulls the gun, bang, 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 yeah. bang. Yeah. You're dead. You're stop dead. shooting me. Please stop shooting me. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it when you shoot me. <laughs> I love that in movies how they can quickly just pull the gun out of your hands. Yeah. yeah. Like Jackie Chan yeah. does that in Rush Hour, and, and that is Jet Li in uh, in uh, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Before. That, yeah. That's such a. How fucking fast do you have to be to quit? <laughs> yeah. Because you don't grab the gun. You grab the hand first. The wrist. Oh, okay. Once you grab the wrist, with, before you pulls the trigger, you can actually pull it out relatively easy. But okay. you don't... You, having the gun itself is very difficult. I, I like when Carell tried to do that and it didn't quite work out. <laughs> he, he just grabs the gun and he's holding his hand. Oh. <laughs> this doesn't work out as well as I planned. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good... I think just good overall comedy. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple of the misses. The uh, I don't like the whole rat going down the back of his. Oh uh, yeah. Suit in the laser. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Well, I thought it was kind of funny because it played to what he was doing earlier in the sewer. He was like, "It's like the one thing I hate with rats is poop." And look, there's a rat sl- yeah. floating on a poop. Right. Yeah. That room. The late. Whenever I see a room, I think of Ocean's Twelve when he's doing the, the dance. The song? dance moves oh, okay. through the, through the yeah, laser yeah. field. Yeah. But th- those are motion sensors, right? In Ocean's Twelve. Yes. And this one, they're just laser beams. full-on laser beams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like doesn't that can't that's not a real life thing. I don't think no. that's how lasers work. No, no, they can. Uh, not not like that though. Yeah. There, there are lasers that you can shoot at, at a wall and it starts burning a hole in the wall. But it's not like a it's not like a lightsaber laser. <laughs> it can be. Cut it can be if it's strong enough. Yeah. Okay. If if it's strong enough and it's. Hitting a surface yeah. uh, that would stop it. Like, I don't know. Basic, basically, it's possible, but not with the technology that we have. Right. But in this world, yeah, a fantastical world, yes, it is possible. Where you a can have a flamethrower on a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The bomb, I, I wanted to ask you about the bomb. Okay. So the main bomb that's in the in the Disney concert hall. So the, okay. so the chaos's plan is to blow up the president and all... The world leaders who were at the Disney concert hall yes. in downtown LA. So they think that they figure out at the end of the movie that it's uh, the song, right? It's, it's the, the ode to joy. The ode to joy at the very end. Yes. So the bomb knows. Yes. Is it programmed uh, to recognize when you hear this part of the band? I had the off? same problem. I, yeah, it's I was programmed wondering. to hit a, to hear a specific note. Okay. But that so the, that note doesn't exist throughout the rest of the song. <laughs> That's my take on it. Yes. Is it possible that in, when you're playing a piano, a yes. song like that, yes. the final note is the only time that that key is pressed? Yes. That I can't. <laughs> Think of it this way. You know how the ending where sometimes you hear some music? Ding. At the end? I guess. But I don't think. So I, the, I feel like so the bomb is, is detecting the ting? 
Yeah, he's a t- uh, she's it's detecting the actual uh, sound vibration from the high the frequency of that specific note. That one note. I'm actually pointing to it. That's weird. Okay, yeah. Well, it works for the video. All right. Why? I've always wondered <laughs> this. Like in movies. Okay, so you got the bomb in there. You got it completely undetected. Why not just Somehow. press the fucking button? Like, yeah, face off. Our biggest complaint in face off was. Nick, when Cat, Nick Cage is Troy, when he's yeah. Caster Troy in the very beginning, he sets the bomb in the convention center, but then he sets it like two weeks out. I'm yeah. Like, just drive out of town in an hour and then press the right. goddamn button. That's it. First plane out of there <laughs> and goodbye. Press it. Just tear and stamp. Like, yeah. just press the goddamn button. You have the technology Why to build an to atom bomb. Theatrical. Yeah. You, you think you just put it on a cell phone, a beeper. Like, uh, okay, now I'm ready. Call it in. Beep. Boom. <laughs> I have a few things about that. Okay. One is, is it possible that they could, like, send this... If they figure it out way ahead of time, the, the bomb is there, they could find where the signal is coming from? Yeah. So, wait. You, you're saying the timer exists so that they can get caught? So they don't get caught. Because if they don't... Oh, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to set off on its own. Yeah. Whereas if... They can detect a signal like, hey, wait a minute. Someone has a, a radio frequency in there. But it's a damn nuke. It's going to destroy everything around you. <laughs> well, yeah, but you also can easily – can't you also just like cut off the signals as well? I I don't know. I, I think ti- I think timers on bombs are, are dumb. Timer bombs? Yeah. But just, like, like you're saying, just boom, hit the button. <laughs> like – there's no need for a timer. A timer. A timer is a movie device. I, I, uh-huh. I cannot believe that that exists in real life. There's no nukes that have a timer on it. Nukes, it's, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's all impact. Yes. it's all impact based. It's button press. It's yeah, button press. Right. That's the way bombs are supposed to work. Any, all kinds of bombs. Okay. The, the only time you need a timer on a bomb is is a grenade, and okay. that's okay. Then my and qu- that's just because of the chemistry inside of it. Okay. Then my question is this: Let's say you have the bomb inside the like they had at the Disney Center, right? Yeah. And they had to press the button. What if they didn't have the signal to get the button to be pressed? What if they couldn't reach the signal for the bomb and it was just like a waste of time? That's something that you have to figure out beforehand. Like how? By testing. Testing by testing a bomb in the no, by center? testing radio frequencies. Yeah, from a completely different thing, from a completely different like building yeah. area. Well, then you do hubs and RF uh, uh-huh. sensor thing well, and get caught. It it <laughs> is possible because um, in speed. The, the first scene in Speed, Dennis Hopper has the bomb in the elevator. So uh, when they when the SWAT team rescues all the people out of the elevator, the thing drops. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jeff Daniels tells Keanu Reeves um, he knew we were co- – no, Keanu tells him he knew we were here. And then he goes, he could have blew that thing from Pacoima, downtown to Pacoima. That's okay. the rally. Right. That's like 30 minutes away. Okay. So it is possible to just phone it in. If it is, well, in the speed world maybe. <laughs> but this is like the chaos, well, like spy world. No, like they yeah. should have like the best tech well, in the right. world. Know, They're using Sprint. You, uh, can you hear me now? <laughs> well, that's the thing about it, though. I mean, it has to have a signal. If they can't reach the signal, it doesn't work. You go like just like with T-Mobile right now, or like whatever companies that have issues where it's dark, deep enough with too much cement around the area to stop the signal from reaching. You won't be able to get the signal through. And if it's going through airwaves, there's not much technology that can be done differently than by through by signals like that. I mean, there's different wavelengths. Yeah. That's why AM and FM exists because one's longer versus shorter. I just I feel like if, if you have the technology to build the nuke and also have the, the the capacity 
to be able to hide it in the piano without being detected, uh-huh. you ha- find a way to make this work. That's what they did. Without a timer, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, they didn't make it with a timer. They made it with a button it's press the same damn concept. for the sound. It's the same concept as, hey, we're waiting for something to happen versus... Blow now. <laughs> well, that's the reason. Like, instead of like the actual timer or anything to blow now without the signal having the issue, they made the they made the button to be pressed based upon the notes. So there was no actual physical button, but theoretically there is actual button there to be pressed. Okay, uh, so it, perfect. So the guys in the car waiting, the song gets cut off short. He's like, oh, what the fuck? You know what? Boom. <laughs> yeah. He hits the button, blows it up anyway. Uh-huh. Now that one note didn't get hit. All right, screw you guys. Boom. I was waiting for that note. I didn't get it, but I'm still going to kill you all. Yeah, exactly. Got the button. I guess what I'm trying to say is how are you going to make sure that happens? Technology! Okay! (laughs) (laughs) The presidential uh, opera. We've all heard the the Donald Trump uh, opera that plays when he goes to visit the the concert halls. That's a thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's a a thing, right? Hearing Uh the president's uh, concert. Of course. Well, I just I gathered that like with most <laughs> the most fundraiser. most music halls, don't they have like uh, things that that soundproof the area that would also dampen on signal strength as well? You, you might be onto something there. Didn't they call ahead to the concert hall or something? Who called what ahead? Somebody called somebody from the concert hall. No, they didn't call from the concert hall. The 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 colleague. What's his name again? The the big guy, what's his name again? The Great Kali. The Great Kali, yeah. He called a, he called in a radio show to tell yeah. this is this is what I had a problem with, but I'm just kidding on it because of this reason. Oh the Ryan Seacrest? Yeah, the Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> he called the Ryan Seacrest to tell a Max that, that that was gonna happen. Yeah. My question is this. How did they know well how did they know how did how did he know that Max was gonna listen to that radio? Station? Why does he have a radio in the holding cell? <laughs> Also. <laughs> in a black site, yeah. black ops <laughs> holding cell. That, and that, how's that getting? If that can get signal in the bunker, <laughs> yeah. then the signal can be hit with the button. You do a concert hall. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Yes, <laughs> I got nothing. And that's off an antenna. It's not. It's not plugged into anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a, just a regular antenna. Signal works fine. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh, now I know why. Because the person that had the button wasn't the chaos agent. It was The Rock. No, he had the thing to arm it. Yeah. The, the he, football. Yeah, he, it was already armed. I understand. But I'm saying, doesn't that mean he also has a control to like press explode? No, that's just to arm it. I'm pretty sure. You, know, so you just get like oh, something just to arm it and not explode? Right. Why? I don't know. I don't, exactly. build, I don't build bombs. Exactly. Think of it this way. He's got the controller to arm the bomb. Shouldn't he also have the control to explode the bomb? Yeah. Like, realistically? Because yeah. he has the control. He's the leader, basically, right? Yeah. So the entire time, the reason why they didn't go boom was because he was there. That's fine. It makes sense, though, right? Yeah. So you might have, he might actually have had the button, but because he's been indisposed, he couldn't press it. Well, the whole case got destroyed. No, it didn't. It was still there, but it's just kind of like halfway flickering. Yeah, so they couldn't they couldn't disarm it. Yeah, they couldn't disarm it because all the keys were gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. All right. I thought the uh, since this is the first time I was watching it <gasps> when she run when Anne Hathaway runs into Steve Carell when you first see Anne Hathaway when she's out jogging. Yeah. I thought she's the bad guy. Like that was my really? first yeah. thought was she's the bad guy. That right this, bad. Is, this is going to be the twist that she's going to be the heel. Okay. And then when he goes into the the control uh, 
uh, layer, yeah, and it's all fucking destroyed. I'm like, she just destroyed it, and she's using the jogging as a as a cover. Okay, I go, I'm waiting for it. Yeah, and then all their <laughs> missions together, all this stuff. She's dancing with the Russian guy. Yeah, all this is just her plan. Okay, as the bad guy, and then when it turns out to be the Rock, I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> I'm like, I didn't see that coming. Well, it's because like in the TV show, Max has a has a girlfriend that's I think Agent Ninety Nine. Yes. Yeah, and they're in. And they're together through that whole series. Mm-hmm. So oh. it didn't make sense for her to be the bad guy in the movie if they're doing homage. Well, I don't remember. I didn't remember the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was just my gut instinct that she was going to do a heel turn at some point. Okay. That's fair. I mean, and they did- con- and the, the scene when they're on the on the roof, Yeah, I felt it. I'm like, this is it. This is, she's going to turn right here. Yeah. Nope. Uh-huh. Well, it makes you feel any better. Anna Hathaway does a heel turn in Ocean's 8. Uh, no, she does a face turn. I would yeah, say. a face turn. What the that's hell? Not, Another name just, for this? The no, hell? no. She, she just joins the team. Yeah, she. That's not a turn. The what? Great Khali does a face turn in this movie. Yeah, twice. So, right. what's the difference between a face turn and a heel turn? <laughs> a heel turn is when uh, someone who you think is the good guy turns out to be the bad, bad. guy, and then a face turn is when the bad guy turns good. Um, and then there's only been one case, WrestleMania 13, where it's a double turn. Where Stone Cold entered the match as the bad guy and Bret Hart entered as the good guy. And then people started cheering Stone Cold after the match and they booed Bret Hart after he won the match. Oh. So it was called a double turn. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So The Rock, uh, in, so he's, in his wrestling career, he's done a few heel turns mm. in his time. Sounds about right. So him being the bad guy in this, I'm like, okay, that's. Okay. So you should have seen that. it coming. You should have seen it coming then. Yeah, I should have, but I was just drawn like there's no way he's going to be the bad guy. He's okay. all Captain America. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, I think that's, I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you guys want to talk about the dance? Oh, that dance bothered me too. <laughs> I, yeah, liked I, that. I liked it. Dance. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Okay, what, what, why did you like it? Huh? Why did you like it? Well, because it, like uh, it was a little bit of a joke for the dirty dancing. Yeah. yeah, and it was. Uh, I thought it was really funny of uh, how all the other pre- the, like pretty pretty girls that with like no yep. weight on them whatsoever. Good. Or, also uh, yeah. on board so far. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, what else? I thought it was. I thought it was kind of uh, funny how Steve Carell did his bit with the overweight lady. Okay. I'm not is sure what you lost. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. Really? Yeah. I thought that was great. The, the fact that he is able to carry her. Uh, one uh, over his head, and he's not the rock. And he's not the rock. Uh, <laughs> and then again, while she's like reclined in that whole position and holding her, he does do it a little. Like, he does his face struggles he a little bit. A little, a little bit, because he says thanks for jumping. Yeah, <laughs> all he has to do is keep steady. He, he's like a pillar. But then later on in the movie, there's a scene where he he's, his strength is needed, and he doesn't have it. <laughs> So how does he? How's That's he, right. How can he lift this this woman up over his head uh-huh. and keep her suspended uh-huh. a foot from the ground? Yes, and then not have the strength later. I forget what the strength was needed for. I think it was like lift a pillar or something. No, no, that was I think when he was actually in the. That's when it, wasn't that when it went after when 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 uh, control was bombed. I don't. I don't it? remember. Or attack. It, it was yeah. just. In 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 the scene he has super strength. In the next scene he doesn't have that. Oh, strength I see. Anymore. Yeah. Like so what. I don't know because, like, I remember in the <laughs> beginning of the movie, they were talking about how Steve Carell was like severely overweight and lost all of it for the test. Yes, and mm-hmm. then he felt like he f- had like this uh, connection with the lady over there that was sitting down. I'm pointing at the chair. Yeah, but, okay. Um, but 
I think the whole they were talking about like how the, he lost 150 pounds and say so did she and yeah that was that was funny that, yeah that, that was all funny it was yeah. uh, it was fine up until the part where now he has super strength oh you're just worried about the super strength that's part. it the whole the whole dance thing I did think it was kind of weird that she caught on I'm trying to make Anne Hathaway jealous when there was no kind of any kind of conversation about it she was already like oh yeah fuck you <laughs> like why why Cause she, well because i feel like she felt like she had a fun time yeah it was good but also in scenes like this where there is dancing i don't understand how everybody is all, all on the same page about everything uh-huh. what do you mean now as far as you you can lead somebody to dance yes but you can't lead somebody to all right now we're both going to turn our heads in the opposite times. That's not, it's not, that's not something you can lead. Yeah, so it's not choreographed between them prior. Yes. So they're both improving on the spot, doing the exact same moves. Yeah. I, I'm sure you can do like a samba or some, some sort of dance like that uh-huh. where the guy leads and the girl just kind of starts twirling around. Uh, that's fine. You don't need any kind of predetermined uh, plan for that. But if you're just standing there, waltzing slowly, and you both at the, <laughs> at the, at the same time in opposite directions... How did you know that you had to do that at that moment? How could you have known? Could it be that this um, is a famous song that dancers dance to, and that H- Hathaway didn't do it with it with her dude? That was just part of their little uh, solo uh, dance battle that they uh. were doing. <laughs> and Hathaway, pretty smoking dude. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yes. Wow. Like, she's pretty in Ocean's 8. Yeah. But, like, Jesus Christ. Like, the dress she wore to that dance yeah. in this movie, I was like, Absolutely. Whoa. Yep. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about that bit where she was doing the the laser. The bit. laser? Yeah, with the that was also oh, yeah, that, that was, was also nice. nice. That was nice, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure half of that wasn't actually her. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, uh, it's fine. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> so, why didn't those lasers trip off an alarm? They're, they're there just to slice your arm off yeah. in case you go through them? One of them is a laser. One of them is an alarm. <laughs> Shouldn't they? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Shouldn't they just trigger something? Yeah. Because he that went through like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, I think that the whole point about it, those lasers there was just to, to trip somebody. Yeah. But. So either somebody gets by undetected uh-huh. or there's a, a pile of body parts. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when, I, you, when you next time you, have you to imagine walk someone by. running right through, yeah, yeah, uh, Resident Evil style, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> a good like, death scene. I can remember that one that. black guy oh, yeah. Yeah. when he jumps and, and his suspicion and the laser jumps with him. Yeah, that was great. Ah, that's a good. One. Oh wait, no, yeah. that wasn't the black guy. No, that was the one. Someone else died that yeah. way. Yeah, where the, they jumped the, the, and the, the laser black jumped. guy gets it turns uh, into the diamond waffled. Grid. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, and then he dies. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. also in the archives, is it not? Resident Evil? Yeah, yes. we did the yeah, first Resident Evil. That's right. Check out the archives. Yeah. Did you know they reissued Resident Evil 2? Yes. What? The, the game? movie? The game. The, the game. game. No. Oh. Remastered. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remastered. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I think it was on Steam. I was looking at it. You that's a good it. one. You should get it. Yeah. yeah. That one doesn't have the, the camera angles, though, does it? Yes, it does. It does? It should. Okay, good. I don't... I don't remember if that. I remember the first one was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's just the only difference is uh, it looks nicer. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Just like Final Fantasy VII is being remastered, or has already been remastered. Oh, I know. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Who do you think's bigger? 
like size wise? Terry Crews or like The Rock now? The Rock now. The Rock now. Yeah. So oh, Terry Crews was bigger than The yes. Rock in this movie. Uh, uh, yeah. That, that would have been a coin toss, maybe. Uh, yeah, they might be like even. Yeah. Okay. That would have been an interesting. Because I see, I see Terry Crews on a regular when, he wa- when I watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm-hmm. and then I look at The Rock now, all the way up till then. I mean, they at the, well, some point The Rock was the same size as Terry Crews, but I do not think that Terry Crews ever was bigger than The Rock. I think he was bigger than The Rock in the in the olden days. The Do you smell what The Rock is cooking days? Really? Yeah. I mean, I got yeah, his wrestling days, he was small. Yeah. He, he he looked buff, but he didn't look like Terry Crews. Look, yes, Terry Crews is just like glistening muscles. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the Vaseline dude. Uh, fine, but if you if you put that on the Rock in those in those days, it wouldn't look like that. Uh huh. And it's not a race thing either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials. The critics. Do you guys want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Start with the bad. Okay. Scott Tobias of the AV Club says, In updating a beloved TV show, the filmmakers have gone out of their way to excise everything that was fun about it. Oh, what? That's a real harsh. <laughs> out of their job is to be critical, and you're like, oh, that's me. Yeah. But, that, but that, that's... That, no, not, I know, I know. I'm just playing. It's, uh, it's, I just never heard that reaction. Yeah. All the bad reviews I've ever read, you're like, oh, that's harsh. Yeah, well, I guess unfounded is, is a better way to say it instead of harsh. Like what? It's one thing to be mean; it's another thing to be just mean and inaccurate. Mm-hmm. I guess. I guess that was my problem with it. Uh, Kirk Honeycutt of the Hollywood Reporter says this is a slapdash effort whose producers threw money and stunts on screen instead of the satirical gags and one-liners that made the old spice poof so memorable. There were good jokes in here. Well, yeah, it was plenty of good jokes. Yeah, very punny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, finally, Joe Morgenstern of the Wall Street Journal says, Wall Street Journal? The fuck? They review movies? The Wall Street Journal is like what bankers read in oh. Wall Street. Uh-huh. Bankers. Mm-hmm. Rather than the laugh a minute promised by old comedies, Get Smart generates approximately one laugh per hour, and I can't remember either one. Wow. Talk about a heel. Yeah. <laughs> Stick the stocks, buddy. <laughs> now the good reviews. Connie Ogle of the Miami Herald says, It's not going to redefine comedy as we know it, but it's amusing and briskly paced, busy with an engaging mix of supporting actors. The supporting cast was great. Er- like, yeah. Everyone who is not Steve Carell and Anne Hathaway, they, everybody's good. Yeah. Every, everybody. Everyone had enough screen time. Well, you were a little Kecknered out. Right? Yeah. Kecknered, a little, little less Kecknered would have been fine with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but every, yeah, every supporting person was like good at what they had to do yeah mm-hmm. uh steven witty of the new newark star ledger says it has the old lines and the funky props that fans remember but also has some decent new ideas too and thanks to steve carell and Anne hathaway a bit of a new vibe nice and finally lou lumenek of the new york post says would you believe the new version of the 60s spy spoof get smart starring steve carell isn't awful like almost all tv to movie transfers but instead that it's actually pretty funny if a bit overlong and overproduced. Oh. This movie's almost two hours. I always tell, like, Sarah, I was like, why is this two hours? Like, I think all comedy should be 90 minutes. 90-ish okay. minutes. Yeah. Because then you're stuck with an extra 20 to 30, like, what can we do that's funny? Like, if you yeah. tighten it a little, just 90, it'll work. Yeah. Cut, cut out the not-so-good jokes. Keep all the good ones. Yeah. Then you got a gold movie. Yeah. 
now the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Let's go with the audience. Okay. Okay. Uh, this movie doesn't get talked about a lot. I don't, I don't hear a lot of people talking about it, and I feel like it's a 50-50 for if I do hear anything about it, it's a, oh, that was great, or oh, that one. I liked it, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to say that my dad liked it. Did, did your dad watch this, this one? He watched the original, um, what is this movie called, Get Smart? Yeah, no, the, the, the movie. No. No? Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a 61. Ooh. 47. 67%. Uh, wow. Fresh with the audience. Nice. All right. And now the critics. The critics. tomato meter. There's not a lot to not like about it. I mean, those, those other reviewers that were saying bad things, it's like, okay, I think they just have something against somebody that made the movie. I don't know. Could it be the same person that made the other movies that you didn't like? Oh, that. Oh, yeah. The Sandler guy? Mm, maybe that's what it was. Oh, the guy <laughs> directed this movie. Yeah. yeah. Maybe people didn't like him, so they didn't even watch it. They're just like, oh, this guy's doing another Sandler movie, both with Carell? Meh. <laughs> uh... Let's see. I'll go with a 59. I'll stick with a 47. 50%. No. So it's ah, right down ah. the middle. So it's right down the middle. Nice. Okay. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Oh, this would have been the perfect Ooh. movie for him to be in. <laughs> he could be in Great multiple places. Yeah. yeah, he could have been anybody. But who could he replace? So oh. uh, he's been in a lot of the movies, and since we love him, we decided to ask what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? Who's the person you say he didn't like? Yeah, Keckner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, him and Cruz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take Keckner out. Put uh, Giamatti in there. So Giamatti would be a field agent in this world? <laughs> well, what, what well, form yeah, of Giamatti? Yeah, Kegner, yeah, yeah, same thing. And besides, what form of Giamatti? Giamatti, uh, what age? You know? Because that's what we talked about in the past. Yeah. It could be any age Giamatti. Uh, this is fine. I'll, t- I'll take Ides of March Giamatti. Okay. Ides of March? Okay. Yeah. He didn't seem like grossly overweight or anything. I think he was just fine in that. Mm. I could see him as Terrence Stamp's like, brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> That was like a the bumbling, sense. like, uh, okay. yeah. Oh, that, that didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> that guy? For me, it was the mushroom cloud. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. The five-minute skydiving scene where Maxwell Smart falls from the airplane and is saved by Agent 99 was actually shot in real life. Oh. Led by Norman Kent, a world-famous skydiving photographer... A team of professional skydivers shot the entire sequence over a total of 70 jumps during a four-week period, oh always jumping during sunset and sunrise to keep continuity in the scene. Holy wow. moly. 70 jumps. That's a lot of jumps. I don't know if I told you. Did you watch the newest Mission Impossible? Yes. It's on the plane. He did a uh, halo jump. Remember him and Superman do the halo jump from yeah. the top of the plane? Yeah. So Tom Cruise actually learned. Of course, he of learned course how to do halo jumps. Yeah. So. They said something like, uh, it'll take a person anywhere from four to six months to, to learn how to do halo jumps like effectively oh. with proper training. Tom Cruise did it in like a third of the time because he was out there 18 hours a day on the plane just dropping. Okay, bring me back up. Bring me back wow. up. Bring me back up. He did it in a third of the fucking time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
man. That guy's a, that guy's a, a monster. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen Collateral, right? With oh, Jamie yeah. With Fox. So Sarah's never seen it. So. Ooh, I got put that on the list. Oh, for Annie? Yeah. Yeah, so um, we were watching it because she's never seen it before. And uh, she, she knows all the – she knows that Tom Cruise, like, does – like for cocktail, he actually worked in a bar over a summer to like learn the moves uh-huh. and stuff. She said, "What did he do for this movie?" I said, "He did like Navy SEAL training, and like he fired live rounds in his training." She goes, "Really?" I go, "Yeah." She goes, "Like why?" And that nightclub scene where he like fucking knocks guys down. He's like shooting guys like this, ba 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 ba. Yeah. His back. I said, "That's why." Guy's a fucking maniac, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, Keanu Reeves did that for the for John Wick, didn't he? He went all crazy. Mm-hmm. He did like military style training. Yeah. Uh, when the when this project was in development in 1998, so this was people have been trying to make this movie for a long time. Oh, when this movie was in development development in 1998, Jim Carrey was attached to star as Maxwell Smart. That makes uh, sense. It what makes do you think? sense. I don't know. It makes sense at the beginning because he does have a lot of like range. Yeah, but Carell's looks more like the original one. Like his mannerisms yeah. and yeah. how he acts. But I can I, see it. Yeah, I'm just saying maybe that's maybe that's the reason why it didn't go out because he was because Jim Carrey is well known for his antics in his movies. But right, but, but then, it would have been too cartoony. Yes, yeah. it would have changed the movie altogether. Oh yeah, it would have been more Leslie Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing because I, I I just I, I showed Annie uh, Ace Ventura when Nature Calls uh-huh. a movie that oh. I always loved and watching it again yeah. now now. You still love it? There's still plenty of parts where I, I laughed out loud. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of it just kind of like, oh, come on. Okay. Maybe a little, 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 little much. Which one? Nature Calls? A little much, a little much, a little much too much. Yeah. Final, yeah. <laughs> final piece of trivia. All right. Agent 23 tells Max that assassinations are prohibited by Executive Order 12333. Order 12333 was, in fact, signed by President Ronald Reagan in 1981 and had a broader purpose to require coordination between the federal agencies and the CIA, but did reiterate an existing policy against political assassinations. Oh. You know, that's bullshit, dude. You know we fucking take oh, people yeah. out all the time. We yep. just have to say, no, believe me, we're not out yeah. there. Even in the West Wing, they did one of those. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, we've got to go kill the guy, but no, we're not supposed to. <laughs> Just keep this one off the books. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that release this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Get Smart, $80 million. Wow. Give me your guess for its mm. highest box, for its total worldwide box office gross. Ooh. Starting with 80. So it would need to be. Twenty-four to be profitable. They could. They could, this could have, and I think should have been a, a franchise type of thing. I, I could see them doing more and more of these. Mm-hmm. But it couldn't have made that much. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the one one two ten. One sixty. In the U.S., this grossed 130.3 million. Overseas, right. 100.3 million. Yes. Brings total gross to 230.6 million. Wow. Okay. So it was a big hit. All right. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of June 20th, 2008, with $38.6 million. According to Box, 
According to Box Office Mojo, oh, this boy. is an actual category. Good God. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the second highest grossing film in the category comedy slash bumbling. Where it's someone who's like Les Nielsen who bumbles around oh, on the screen. Wow. So this is the second highest. Any guess what number one can Bumbling. be? Bumbling. Okay. Can I give you a hint? All right. He's part of Sandler's crew. Okay. Bumbling. Well, who's part of Sandler's crew? Uh, we got the Grandma's Boy guy. It's David Spade. David Spade. Chris Rock. Uh, Kevin James. Oh, uh, that's him. Is it Mall Cop? Yep. Wow. Blart, Mall Cop. It had to be. Number four is The Naked Gun Two and a Half, Leslie Nielsen. Okay. Uh, number eight is The First Naked Gun. Number 12 is The Third Naked Gun. Bean, the Mr. Bean movies, 14. Uh, all the police academies are on here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I didn't know that was a category. Police Bum- Academy should be higher on that list. Bumbling. Yeah, Bumbling. That's a weird one. Finally, Get Smart was the 19th highest grossing film of 2008. Number one that year, The Dark Knight. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where can you buy all the old DVDs of Get Smart? Ah, uh, yes. If you want to buy the DVDs if, for Get if, Smart. I'm assuming they're available. Yeah. Um, you know what? You could probably also find a phone that's a, a shoe. shoe. Phone. Mm-hmm. That's got to be an Amazon. Yeah. Sure. Or uh, a, a Swiss Army knife. Yes. Oh, that shoots. Uh, there is a Swiss Army knife that I have saved on my wish list. It's it's like uh, it's like eight thousand dollars if you want to buy it. It has like three hundred things on it. How how big is it? It's 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 ginormous. <laughs> but the best part about it is if you go to the comment section to read all the comments. There's people that are making outrageous comments about it. Like uh, I, I I threw this into, into the garage uh, for storage, and when I came back the next day, my car was fixed. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good just a bunch of stuff like that that um i tried to get it through through the airport and they said you, uh, you can't take this on the air on the plane uh-huh. with you however if you bring out the uh the wing attachments you can fly this <laughs> to your destination yourself uh <laughs> it's a lot of good stuff i'll, I'll, I'll show you this, the comments later uh but yeah if you're gonna do this go to amazon uh to buy all these fun gadgets mm-hmm. uh watch movies and whatnot uh, before you go to Amazon, go to our website first. Click on the banner on our homepage. It'll take you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. doesn't cost you anything extra. But help support the show. Indeed. Um, since you brought up Swiss, the Swiss Army Knife, yeah. Robin Williams had this great joke about uh, the Swiss Army Knife. He said um, he said the Swiss Army Knife was developed by, by the Swiss Army. How He goes, how, how – what did he say? He said, how butch of an army do you have to be where you have to have a wine opener on your knife? <laughs> yeah. And then he start, puts his hand behind his back and he goes, many of you men have never opened Chardonnay under fire before. <laughs> uh, that's 2008's Get Smart, directed by Peter Siegel. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email. At spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're watching a Western, 2014 or 15, depending on. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's 15. I think. It, yes, it was released February 1st. 
2015. Yeah. But I think it, it maybe made 2014. No, I think it was made. released overseas in 2014, late 2014. Oh, okay. Maybe that's Whatever. It. It's called The Salvation. It's on Netflix. Is that where you watched it at? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. I watched it on Netflix. So uh, it stars Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, me and Adam's Hannibal Lecter, yes. our new Hannibal Lecter. I finished the entire series again, by the way. You rewatched it? I rewatched oh, it. Oh man. How is it this how is it this time knowing what you know? This is great. Brian? Still good? It's 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 better because now I can start doing things like appreciating the uh the camera angles and, and the way that it was shot. Uh-huh. And uh just there's, there's there's more depth to it than just what's happening. Yeah. Which is it's nice. And yeah. seeing the characters develop because, like, I, as I was watching it, as I remember them at, in the last season, now starting from the beginning, seeing, like, wow, they're that totally different. So then I get used to them in that way. And then as they, the character starts changing and changing and changing, like, woo what a journey. Yeah. <laughs> How great was it every every episode you're watching? Previously on Hannibal. Yes. His voice? Yeah. I, I got a little upset when I had to hear Crawford say it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, give me some, uh, give me some Mads, man. So this western stars uh, Mads <laughs> Mikkelsen, and it has uh, Negan. Yes, mm-hmm. Negan. It has Eva Green. It has the High Sparrow from Game of yep. Thrones. He's the mayor of the town. Yeah. So check that movie out on Netflix. It's called The Salvation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. Mm-hmm.